Welcome to Teach Musically, the music studio teacher's resource for business and pedagogy solutions. My name is Michelle. And I'm Leanne. Today's podcast is all about parents, specifically whether or not they should sit in during their child's lesson. As music educators, we know that parental involvement is key in our students' success, but to what extent? Some teachers require parents to sit in, while others don't allow it at all. With such discrepancy amongst teachers, we decided to break down the pros and cons of inviting parents into your lessons and share some of our personal experiences. One of the greatest advantages of having a parent observe lessons is so that they can learn the specifics of posture and technique. Building a foundation of good technical habits starts from the first lesson and is something that takes persistent effort. Often, young students are eager to get playing and have little attention when it comes to the specifics of posture or technique. That's where a parent's watchful eye really comes in handy. If they understand the postural and technical concepts we are trying to instill in their child, they can do the important work of enforcing them between lessons. Be careful though, don't assume that parents will do this on their own. Make sure you speak with them directly and explain why these concepts are important and why they need to be reinforced at home. Give specific instructions and language that they can use for consistent messaging. Often address proper posture in the consultation lesson or in the first lesson with the student. Then, before sending my students and their parents home, I will summarize with the parent on what to look for and what to do when addressing correct posture or technique at home. I let them know what equipment they may need, like a stool, to support the child's feet, and I always give them simple references that even the student could do themselves so it's easy for both the parent and the student to feel confident in their own setup. For example, when talking about the sitting distance from the piano, I tell them that the knees need to be just under the piano, and when a fist is placed up to the fallboard, the arm should be straight. Then I encourage the parents to either take a picture or video of the student when they are at my studio as another reference, or send me a picture of their setup at home. Lastly, if the parent is willing, I will ask them to participate in trying out the posture or technique so that they have a better idea of what to do at home as they have experienced it themselves. Another benefit to having parents observe your lessons is so that they can understand the specifics of your methodology of teaching. While we are all trying to achieve similar goals as music teachers, there are so many different approaches and techniques that vary from teacher to teacher. For a parent that has no musical background, it can be helpful to see how we teach concepts step by step. Essentially, they will be learning along with their child. Even if the parent does have a lot of musical background, the way they learned could have been very different from the way you teach. It will be beneficial for your student to have a consistent terminology and approach in their lessons and at home. A great example of this is rhythm, because there are so many different approaches to teaching. Some teachers may use traditional counting, while others will use rhythmic solfege or other mnemonic devices. Exactly. Imagine if a child is learning rhythmic solfege in their lessons and then a parent is teaching traditional counting at home. While both approaches are perfectly valid, the lack of consistency could cause confusion. Through observing lessons, parents can also learn how to help their child practice and how to distinguish between focused practice and mindless repetition. Definitely, it can be difficult for parents to know how to support their child's practice routine. Through observing our teaching, they can understand how we approach new pieces and how to logically break it down step by step. A great example of this is when a child cannot identify a note on the staff. For many parents, their instinct would be to just tell them the note name. Of course, this is well-meaning, but it negates what we are trying to do as teachers. 
I have seen this so many times. I have had to educate parents on what to do in these situations. Instead of giving their child the answer, I take them through how to guide the child to find the note on their own using the notes around it as clues. By observing lessons, parents will be able to see how we break down all these difficult tasks step by step and guide our students to finding their own solutions. Communication between parents and teachers is so important. It can be difficult to communicate in detail with parents who do not understand what their child is learning in your lessons. Additionally, calling, texting, and emailing parents outside of the lesson time can be extremely time-consuming for you and the parent. It makes our lives so much easier if parents observe the lesson as we can communicate with them on an ongoing basis. Parents are also able to develop a deeper understanding of any issues we may bring up if they can see them happen in person. As an example, I have a student that often does well in their lessons but then returns the next week having forgotten much of what was taught. Recently, the student told me that their parent had said that my lessons are a waste of money and that he might move to a new teacher that is more strict. I was really taken aback by this and I was very upset. However, I decided to speak with the parent over the phone and explained that he is learning well in class but forgetting things at home. We worked out a new practice routine and he has since improved a lot. If this parent had been watching the lessons, they could have seen this from the beginning and instead of getting frustrated, we could have come up with a solution earlier. Really, a great reason to have a parent sit in on your lessons is to help the student feel at ease. Students that are very young or shy could feel much more comfortable with a parent nearby. Additionally, if you have a student with a learning disability or a special need, it could be extremely helpful to have a parent there to guide you. Parents know their children best, so when you are dealing with a student that has specific needs, a parent's insight could make the difference between a difficult lesson and a great lesson. There are so many great advantages to having parents sit in. Now let's talk about some of the disadvantages. One of the biggest issues that could arise is the parent begins micromanaging the lesson. I am sure we have all experienced this. You're trying to teach your student, but are constantly interrupted by a parent who is not giving their child the space to learn or think for themselves. This could include answering questions for them or not giving them enough time to think before repeating our questions again. Even worse is when the parent is shaming the child when they answer a question incorrectly or make a mistake. While some parents may see this as motivating, oftentimes it creates a hostile environment where the child feels stressed. It can also create an uncomfortable situation for the teacher who could be unsure of how to deal with this type of dynamic. I have had an experience like this where any time the child would not answer my question or follow an instruction right away, the parent would say, focus. I found this so irritating because quite often the student was in the middle of processing what I have just said and their train of thought was interrupted by this parent's scolding. Essentially, by telling this child to focus, the parent was making them less focused. It is times like these when it is important for us to remind parents that their role should be that of a silent observer. Situations like those can definitely be awkward. Parents can also be a big distraction during lessons. Sometimes a child can become very distracted by their parent because they are persistently looking for their parent for praise or attention. They may want hugs or approval. This isn't anyone's fault in particular, but the distraction can become even worse if the parent enables this behavior. While some children may lean on their parent for comfort during lessons, others would prefer that their parent is simply not around. I have found that some children feel more relaxed and free to express themselves when their parent is not in the room. In a way, it creates a safe space between teacher and student where the student doesn't feel watched or judged. 
Exactly. With time, we often develop great trusting relationships with our students. It can be a wonderful experience when our students are comfortable opening up. The final disadvantage we'll discuss has to do with us as teachers. Sometimes there are certain parents that can just make us feel uncomfortable. As teachers, our comfort and ease is important too. Absolutely. If a parent ever makes you feel uncomfortable, you should not feel bad about suggesting that they do not stay in the lesson. If you are comfortable, you will be able to deliver a better quality lesson. The level of parental involvement you choose to have in your lessons will vary on a case-by-case basis. If you do choose to invite a parent to watch, make sure your expectations are clear up front. It can also be a good idea to include these terms in your studio policy. That's right. A parent that is observing a lesson should be a silent observer. They should not interrupt the lesson. They should observe technical aspects and make an effort to understand your approach. A parent that is observing lessons should not act as a second teacher by interrupting your lesson. They should not scold or yell at the child as you teach, and they shouldn't be on their phone. Now, we'll share some of our personal experiences. Leanne, can you tell me about a time when having a parent sit in on lessons did not work well for you? I had a very talented young student who was so smart and eager to learn. Her father sat in on every single lesson. At first, this was no issue, but over time, it became more and more problematic. This young girl, though she was very smart, was also a little bit stubborn and she really liked to be independent. She didn't like being watched over and micromanaged by her father during lessons and during home practice. Over time, this led to a lot of resentment and frustration on the part of the student. I had several discussions with the father about giving his daughter more independence, but he didn't want to make any change. Sadly, the situation became so hostile that I could feel a lot of tension between the two of them during each lesson. Eventually, I had to let the student go because I simply could not deal with their dynamic. It was a sad moment for me because the student had had such a strong and promising start. Enough with the sad stories though. Michelle, tell us about a time when having a parent in the lesson worked well for you. I have a student whose parent loves music and takes lessons seriously but in a healthy way. They will take notes, record the lesson or parts of the lesson so that the student can look back. They often ask questions for more clarity or about abstract musical concepts, and they even share with me their own discoveries or inform me of anything that is happening at home that I might not be aware of. Students and parents that are respectfully and healthily involved are really a pleasure to work with because we become a happy team of four, the student, the teacher, the parent, and the music. The progress of the student travels at a phenomenal rate, and I often find that everyone involved just has a better time. Including parents in your lessons can be a tremendous asset if approached in the right way. Remember to do what is best for the student, but also to consider your own comfort level as a teacher. With good communication and strategizing, we can come up with solutions that will work for each of our students. I hope you found this podcast helpful. Do you let parents sit in on your lessons? Why or why not? Let us know in the comments below. Don't forget to like, share, and subscribe for more great business and pedagogy tips. You can find us on Instagram, Facebook, and online at teachmusically.com. Until next time, happy teaching!